Hello and welcome to Hawk Talk. It's my Hawk's Geek Culture Podcast where we talk about geek stuff, nerdy stuff, and all sorts of awesome. My name is Danny Shepard, and joining me as always is my lovable band of ridiculous men, starting with Jeremy Lee. Poop. <laughs> Solid start. start. It is a good start. <laughs> good start to the morning. It's, it is a good start. Good to start the to the morning. We we got Fred here this week. It's over nine thousand. Replacing uh Tony and replacing Noel is Brian Kessinger from Nether Realms. Ooh. How's it going, guys? So, Brian, you're uh, you're here for Evo. I am. So we had to get you on the show. Yeah. And uh, and you worked on a little game that uh, that that I think our audience is quite familiar with. Small indie title. Small indie title. Yeah. Very small, small indie. Called uh, called not not justice. <laughs> not Part justice. Two. One point two. Yeah, injustice two. Injustice oh. two. Oh, injustice two. Yes. Every battle defines you. Every oh, battle wow. defines that's you. That's tagline though. Can you Hell recite yeah. the entire trailer? No, there's so <laughs> many. There's so many. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> right on, man. Well, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, uh, thank you. Everybody who uh, who's listening, I'm sure, is uh, very familiar with Injustice. I'm sure we got a lot of people playing. They always ask us why we're not playing. Yeah, I mean, I mean I'm asking you guys the same question, hey, dude. Hey, hey. I'm asking myself. <laughs> I'm asking myself the same question on hey, a regular man. basis. I played it a lot when it first came out. Mm-hmm. Did you know? I did. And then you brought it over, and then we played it a lot. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, then you took, it, took it back. And then, yeah, well, <laughs> and we, thanks, Fred. <laughs> hey, man. Honestly, so it's Fred's copy, man. It's Fred's fault. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, the thing is, is we just haven't had to work in so many videos, man. Dude, trust There's me. so much to do. I haven't been able to play video games. Mm. Yeah. What are they? I don't know. Why don't you answer that question, Brian? Uh, video, so video games, I don't know if you're familiar. It's this, like, uh, it's this digital medium. Uh, really? Yeah, Interesting. there's just like uh, characters on a screen. Not necessarily characters, sometimes just pixels. You know, like I'm familiar oh, with the game Pong. Okay. Love I'm familiar with pixels. Um, and you have this like device, it's like a TV remote, but it's like connected to Like the, a paddle. Yeah, yeah. Some yeah. sort of but paddle. But it's connected to, to a computer-like device. And you oh. control the pixels. Whoa. And there's like well, video games are just stuff. computers then. Yeah. Well, oh. the video games themselves aren't computers. They're oh, software. Oh, got it. You're blowing my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, you guys are idiots. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, what do you do for, for NetherRealms? What do you do? What did you do on Injustice exactly? Are you allowed to talk about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. So, I'm a gameplay programmer. Um, so, I guess, like, break down what the studio is, is like in a way, right? Yeah. So, we have designers, right? They're the closest to the characters. And then we have a core level engine team. And they're the closest to the hardware. So they're the ones dealing with the PlayStation and the Xbox interfaces mm. directly and stuff like that, right? And yeah. then right in the middle of those two things is the gameplay team. So as a gameplay programmer, uh, we need to interface, obviously, with the Xbox and the PlayStation mm-hmm. and deal with all the technical stuff, but also give the designers power to make the characters that they want to make, sure. right? So to so like help, basically, we help them fulfill their vision. And uh, yeah, so the designers are closest to the characters and then... Uh, we deal with a lot of like the generic stuff. So like I said, like gameplay, right? So like I helped write uh, some of the collision system. So when a character punches a character, how do you know if it hit? Um, and like a bunch of extra functionality, like can this attack trade yeah. with mm-hmm. this other person who also has an attack out at the same time? Yeah. Um, how do you come up with a strategy for that? Uh, well, luckily, NetherRealm, ha- NetherRealm hasn't been around that long, but came from an existing company, Midway, which mm-hmm. has been around for, yes. well, not around anymore, but a lot of the guys have been there for 20 years, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so they have a ton of knowledge. I just graduated with my master's degree in software engineering, oh, and these congrats. guys, thank you, uh, these guys what a have knowledge 
way far beyond me. Way, 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 way far beyond me. Mm. It's just a lot of experience, I think. Mm -hmm. um, experience is the people, best teacher. So do you build it from scratch every time? or? Yeah, so there's uh, some core level functionality, some core level engine stuff that we bring over from game to game. Yeah. But the majority of it, I would say 85, 90% of it is scrapped, started over, brushed oh. clean. Because between games, obviously, so we had MK9, which was the first NetherRealm game. Yeah. And then uh, Injustice 1, MKX, Injustice 2. Mm -hmm. And Injustice and Mortal Kombat, are, they play differently. Um, very different games systemically uh, as fighters. So, yeah, we just kind of like scrap it, start over. That sounds wow. intensive. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think a lot of people understand how much work goes into game design and game development. They just they just say, "Where is it? Why is it not out yeah, yet?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yep. that tends to happen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> tends to happen. The internet with can everything. be a little bit ruthless sometimes. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. We know. We put out <laughs> videos on YouTube. <laughs> How long does it generally take to make a game like that? So we're generally on a two-year cycle, or it's been a two-year cycle at least. Okay. We're not like on a strict timeline for those things. It's yeah. like you know, as the game gets along, some people who are powerful decide on a date, yeah. <laughs> and then we try to hit that date essentially but yeah i think oh, it's know. been every two years i think since mk9 oh definitely loved mk9 yeah i mean well, i remember playing that in my college dorm nice that's awesome <laughs> dude yeah. i've and never now you played work nine. for them yeah yeah what i've never played nine i've only played a bit of 10 so i the last mortal Kombat game i played was for the playstation one damn yeah that's Throwing how long back. ago ow dude. Mortal Kombat is my favorite is my favorite 2D fighter. Yeah, well, easily. Awesome. To give awesome. you guys a little backstory on me, uh, my first video game I ever played was Mortal Kombat for the Sega Genesis. Nice. Yeah. Blood That's turned so cool. on or off? Oh, it was on. <laughs> Always. Uh, so Mortal Kombat specifically for me has like a, a special place in my mm -hmm. heart. Same. So it's just what I started out with. Probably not the best game for a four-year-old to be playing, but yeah. whatever, you know? Yeah, hey, I was five when I played my first Mortal Kombat game. It was on the original Game Boy. So That's that was awesome. my first ever gaming experience. Wow. Yep. So I think was I was also four or five when I played Mortal Kombat for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> That's Yikes. so cool. I mean, it just, turned, uh, it just turned 25 years old. Like Holy the crap. 20, yeah, the 25th anniversary was like a month or two ago or something. Wow. Dude. It's crazy. Happy birthday. Yeah. Hey, dude, Mortal Kombat's older than you are. It is older than me. <laughs> it is. By like three months. He's just yeah. a boy. He's just a boy. <laughs> I'm a little boy. Oh. Oh. Sweet. Our sweet young Fred. Oh, God. <laughs> so we, we went to the interwebs uh, because we wanted to see what kind of questions they had for you. Yes. So let's... Uh, let's do it. Let's do that. Let's, let's see. Let's see what... We're going to go to Patreon first, and I'm going to pull up these questions, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you guys the step-by-step -step as I <laughs> okay. go through this. We're going to go step-by-step -step and let you know exactly where hey. I'm pressing. I am now going into the comments section. I have now entered the comments section. <laughs> I will now be reading the first question. <laughs> uh, so... I feel like you can't answer this question, but Joey okay. Malone asks, what character were you... Oh, no, I think you can answer this one. Joey no, Malone. I know Joey Malone. <laughs> <laughs> Joey. Chicago boy. Yeah, dude. Kind of funny community. Yes, uh, we sir. met him at Kind of Funny Live, too. Uh, what character were you most excited to see added to the lineup? So, hmm, most excited to see added to the lineup. I think... So, I don't think... This doesn't really answer the question, but... Atrocitus. Nice. Because I didn't know anything really about him. Yeah. 
and then uh, when he was added, I like started reading some comics and stuff like that. I started reading. Uh, I picked up the trade paperback, uh, Rage of the Red Lanterns. Yeah, Jeff Johns, the prelude to Blackest Night. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I'm actually in the middle of Blackest Night right now. It's been a little bit since I've had time to read some more comics, but yeah, uh, yeah I don't know. I just love the design. He's awesome looking. Yeah. Like, he plays a very aggressive play style. It's very much in tune with what I like to play as. Yeah. And he feels heavy. Yeah, exactly. He's got weight behind him. Yeah. When he when he connects, it feels feels good. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's got Dexter that comes out too for his for his uh, yeah. character mm-hmm. power. Like, I don't know. I don't know what, what Dexter is so like weird and cool. What like a, a weird character in general is Atrocitus, right? Where he just has this demon cat that's with him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's also a Red Lantern as far yeah, as I, I get that. But it's I'm just not like trying to be lore cop. I don't know enough to be <laughs> I lore don't know cop. But lore as far cop. as I as far as I understand <laughs> I'm gonna borrow that moving forward. Yeah. I've never lore heard that before. Lore, lore cop. cop. <laughs> but as far as I understand, he's short. his own it's being. Yeah. I don't know. It just looks like he's a cat that has mm-hmm. like this these abilities. And yeah, I'm he like, just rolls up. Yeah. I'm and like, then he vomits on you. Yeah. Blood. I was like, dope. Yeah, thanks, man. I, like that. <laughs> I have another question, kind of piggybacking off of that. Um, what's the character that's the most difficult to figure out in terms of mechanics and stuff like that? So, yeah, so I came here for Evo, right? So, yeah. World Fighting Game Championships. Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think, like, some of the competitive scene hasn't figured it out yet either like it's only two months the game's only two months old in the competitive scene and a lot of the pro players picked up legacy characters from injustice one felt what what they were comfortable with you know they didn't get their movesets changed drastically so they could just kind of dive right back in right um but a character that's highly technical that i don't think is being played right now in the competitive scene is uh black canary Black Canary is a highly technical character that I think as the lifespan of Injustice, as it goes along, I think more pro players are going to pick up Black Canary mm-hmm. and uh, do really well with her. Dude, I could definitely see oh, that. Black Canary is currently my favorite to play as. And that's, what I, and that's what I was saying this weekend. I was talking to some of the pros and stuff like that, and it's just on top of the fact that I think she's a highly technical character and I think she's got a lot of viability in the, in the tournament scene. Yeah. Uh, She's also so badass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's so cool. Her, the way you can string combos together with her is so fluid and smooth, at least for yeah. me, that I'm just like, every time I played as Black Canary, I was like, this is, like, I was actually, I think if you if you go back, I don't know, maybe 20 episodes, 40 episodes, <laughs> uh, when we were talking about Injustice 2 for the first time, I was like, the most, my two characters that I want to see the most were Red Hood and Black Canary. You got them. Yeah. And yeah, and I started playing just as Black Canary and I was just like, yes, she's so good. Yeah. I haven't actually even played as Red Hood yet. I haven't had a chance. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> one of the best NetherRealm uh, pro fighters, Sonic Fox, uh, he picked up Red Hood. Uh, there's a 30-day ban on DLC characters in tournament scene, mm. so it doesn't like throw a wrench in the mix and people don't have time to like figure out the matchups mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So this is the first t- uh, tournament that Red Hood was allowed to be played. Yeah. And Sonic Fox, one of the best players in the world, he's like, no, I'm full in on Red Hood. He's like, I think he has all the tools. Yeah. He plays super well. He doesn't really have that many bad matchups. Like, he's like, Red Hood is my guy right now. That's cool. Yeah. Nice. So when awesome. you guys are coming up with the moveset for each character, yeah. the I don't know how to word this. Like, 
Do you anticipate how people are going to be playing those characters to kind of tailor those movesets? Yeah, so the designers, I mean, the designers have to, right? Yeah. Um, even though it's a small portion of our player base, the competitive scene, mm -hmm. right? It's got to be like 95%, 5%, 5% being the tournament scene, right? But that's your hardcore audience, like the, the absolute dedicated. So Absolutely. it's almost like that's kind of some of your most important audience members because they're the ones who are keeping the game alive. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're and they're ride or die, right? Yeah, yeah. of course. So... Yeah, I mean, the designers, they have to, in terms of, like, damage output, like, I mean, some of these guys in our QA lab, uh, Quality Assurance, the guys who do all the testing and stuff like yeah. that, uh, they'll come back, a lot of them are former pro players, mm -hmm. and uh, they'll come back at the designers and be like, yo, did you know that this is plus five frames on block? Did you want that? Like, mm -hmm. like that's a really overpowered yeah. combo, and, and that's, a, like, obviously a highly technical way to talk about the game, but, yeah, it definitely factors in. I see. So, Interesting. when I was tweeting at you, bothering you about Red Hood in the game, <laughs> you knew he was coming. Oh, yeah. Uh, you bastard. <laughs> yeah, uh, I remember consistently pestering you. I was like, man, Brian, yep. I'm coming after you. Red Hood's not in the game. Say lock and key. So, let me ask the question that nobody's asked on Patreon, but I know it's on everybody's mind. Where the hell's Nightwing? Where is he? Nightwing is in the game. He's a Robin skin, right? He's, he's in story mode. Is he? I, I mean, did story I story mode? I don't. I'm not going to go any further down that path because I don't want to spoil it for anybody okay. who hasn't played. All right, it. fair enough. Fair oh, enough. okay. All right. Well, interesting. If you played the damn game, dude. <laughs> I mean, I, I did play the Fred, game. I just haven't played story game? mode. Bring the game I have back. it in my bag that I'm going to have him sign afterwards. Oh, but dope. Ooh, dope. The, no, like leave, it, leave it here so we can play it. Fine, I will. <laughs> fine. I don't get to play video games, so that's fine. You guys can do it. I'll just buy the game. No, that's fine. <laughs> I got um, to support my man over here. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. That's what I did. Um, but yeah, so the I don't like how they incorporated him into the game this time because okay. he's not his own character. They meaning me. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dang. I'm not, I'm my not man's happy with you, Brian. I'm not happy with you. <laughs> uh, it's, it's certainly been... Controversial. It's obviously a character people loved in the first game. Yeah. Um, but I mean, roster spots have to come and go, right? Yeah. That's in true. order to introduce new characters, like people, I constantly see this battle of like, why don't we ever get any unknowns? Like, like these like lower, I don't want to say lower tier, but they were like a uh, you know B list DC superheroes and stuff like that. And it's like, I mean, you kind of got some of them. Like you got Blue Beetle. You got yeah. you know we, we put a bunch in the game this time. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, well, like what happened to Nightwing? It's like, all right, well, yeah. it's at the end of the day, it becomes this like pick and choose kind of battle yeah. between people who aren't me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> like, like, yeah. like I said, I'm not like actually upset yeah. about it, but it makes it difficult because to my understanding, the only way that you can really play as him is if you unlock a certain skin that has that ability, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. So okay. the, the ability the drop. Ability drop, that's yep. what it was. Mm -hmm. So like where you get some staff. Not exactly a high percentage drop. From what but I've Fred, every battle defines you. I know every battle <laughs> defines me, dude. Thanks. <laughs> Tagline machine over here, dude. That was such a, a, a perfect response yeah. to that. But every battle defines you. You'll get there eventually. So, well, like, what do you, I, and I don't know if this is even something you can talk about or something that you even have experience with, but, like, does popularity go into what characters made it on the roster? I mean, I think so. Um, I'm not in those meetings, so I'd only be speculating. Sure. Um, but 
Yeah, I mean, you're never not going to have Batman, right? Of course, yeah. Mm -hmm. Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, staples of the franchise, Joker. Yeah, and that's obviously, like, due to popularity. Like you said, like, that those are the staples. So it doesn't, like I said, it's mostly speculation on my part, but it Mm -hmm. doesn't seem like we're not ever going to have those. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I guess, yeah, to answer. Yeah, I mean, it's cool that at least he's incorporated in the game somehow, even if he is just an alternate skin or uh, unlockable for Robins. Like, well, cool. I mean, he couldn't have been there. He may... He could have just not been there at all. Yeah. Yeah. So at least there's an option now. Has there been characters where you didn't anticipate the reaction to? Mm. Like it's unexpected from the audience. Maybe a character you thought was going to be loved but wasn't or you thought was going to be hated but wasn't. Maybe hate is not the wrong word. Um, It's not the right word. Disliked. 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 Um, I didn't know how much people really like Swamp Thing. Really? Hmm. People really like Swamp Thing. People really um, like Swamp Thing. Just Swamp as Rising. <laughs> just as the Super, character or yeah. as... Yeah, so I would say first initially as the character, right? Yeah. And then when we announced them, people were super stoked that, that That's we have Swamp cool. Thing in the game. And uh, right now, in terms of the tournament scene, he's one of the lower tier characters, but uh, we got a guy at work that works for us. His name's, uh, his name's Eric Decay. Uh, he, he like mains Swamp Thing, and he's so sick with him. Yeah. It's like, no. yeah. What kind of character, or how does he play Swamp Thing? That he's, he's kind of similar to Atrocitus in the way that he's slow. He hits heavy. Yeah. Um, his character power. He like lays out this like he lays out the green. I don't know how much lore, <laughs> lays out the green. How much lore you know about Swamp Thing? But he like lays out the green, and uh, the opponent can't jump. Yeah. Um, and I believe they can't dash as well. So basically, if you get someone in the corner, yeah. and you lay out your character power, it's bad news. Got it. Oh, so. Yeah. Jack Dunlop asks, uh, well, this is a statement and a question. I'm currently playing it right now. Love the game. If you had to add another character from the DC universe that hasn't made an appearance yet, who would you pick and why? And I feel like... It's like bordering on that. Yeah, I feel like that's a tricky question. Yeah, yeah it is. I don't is. want to get you in trouble. No, no. Um, well, I mean, it would all be speculation, like I said. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to say. Okay. okay. I'm not gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna tap out on that one. Yep. The man <laughs> I, of mystery. I figured I don't want to get you in trouble. An international yeah. man of mystery. So, uh this is a this is a this question comes from Kai. Uh well, which Kai Sharp. character was an absolute pain in the butt to code for? Hmm. So I did some work with Superman's heat vision. Uh, he has this eye laser that uh, comes in at an angle and it like swoops up yeah. at you, right? Yeah. Um, but when it hits, so again, so the designers are doing all the all the legwork behind the characters, right? Yeah. So they're the ones, uh, you know, setting up these moves, deciding, mm-hmm. you know, working with the animation team and the art team and stuff like that. Um, but sometimes certain moves get a little bit, uh, I don't want to say too technical, but it requires more programming then the designers, so they just might need some help with it. And uh, so Superman's eye beams, like it like starts low and then it sweeps up. But like as soon as it hits, it like interpolates and snaps to his chest. Mm-hmm. Uh, so th- and then getting the angle right of the impact effect. So there's like sparks that are like flying out yeah. and stuff like that. So that all had to be generic coded in a way that was going to work for 
other moves in the future, maybe, that would do something similar. Yeah. Um, so it was like calculating the angles and like... A lot of geometry. A lot, a lot of, of geometry, math. a lot of math behind that stuff. Man, nobody would ever have thought that geometry would be so useful. Yeah. <laughs> Essential. Yeah, especially for your job. All That's those crazy. people that hated it in high school. Hi. <laughs> Man. Hi. There's a lot of people asking questions uh, you really can't. that uh, that it feels like you really can't answer. Like, hey, when's this character coming? Is yeah, this character I mean, coming? <laughs> stay locked to social media, I would say. Yep. Keep it locked. Um, Keep it locked. So, so are we ever going to get the Wonder Twins? Next question. <laughs> uh, Dude, that uh, was April that, Fool's. That was, yeah, that, that was, was April, April Fool's. Fool's out, right? yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, April Fool's Day. All right. <laughs> I mean... And then it turned out to be not true. I was like, I respect that too. This is another tricky question. Uh, Francis Santos asks, are there any characters that you could talk about that were going to be in Injustice 2 but ultimately didn't make the cut? Like characters they were going to add but decided not to or were taken out that you mm, are allowed to talk no. about? No, I would definitely say that probably falls under the same category of like talking about future characters. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it starts eliminating possibilities and then people start speculating. Ah, uh, like, yep. Because even if you say, no, so-and-so is not in the game, then that eliminates a possibility, right? Yeah. Yeah. Plus okay. we want to keep you guys guessing. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, this is one I think that you can ask. Uh, Dhruv, uh, I'm sorry, man. I always mess up your last name. Raj Yagor asks, oh, hey, Brian. Hey. How is it like working on Injustice 2 in relation to other games you've worked on at NetherRealm, such as Injustice 1, Mortal Kombat X, MK9, etc.? Also, I would like to thank you for your hard work programming, for your hard work programming work in making this game awesome. Oh, dude, thanks so much. First of all, that's, that's awesome. We do it for you guys. Like, there would be no game if you guys weren't out there buying it and supporting it. So, um, Buy the game, support it. Don't be like us. Don't be, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't be too busy to play video games. <laughs> yeah. Um, Injustice 2 is my first game with NetherRealm. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I've been there just under two years now. Uh, so I was there for the whole cycle of Injustice 2. Um, I didn't work on MKX, which was our previous game. Um, but to answer the question... It's a dream come true. I've wanted to make video games ever since I was a kid. That's, um, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. It was Congratulations. Start from the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> now you're here. Uh, if it wasn't 110 degrees in here, I might wear my OVO sweatshirt. Yeah. Oh, that, oh man. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, everybody got a, got a look at uh, what our studio looks like on our first episode of the Isma Vlogs. If you guys haven't seen that and you want to see why it's so hot in our studio, <laughs> go ahead and check out the first episode. <laughs> Very insightful, I'm sure. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's a super hard industry to crack. I was mm -hmm. lucky and fortunate enough to, to be able to do it. Um, Didn't you start it? Weren't you interning? Yeah, so I was on originally? contract interning at first, yeah. um, which NetherRealm's big on, which is great. Um, I don't know of any other AAA studio out there that is giving, I mean, even kids. Like, we have, we have people who are still doing their bachelor's degree yeah. who come and interning, do contract work for us, uh, do contract programming and stuff. Um, I don't know of any other studio out there that's giving internships out like that to people with no experience. That's dope. And it's constant, much like in other fields, it's like you need experience to get experience, this kind of yeah. thing. Mm -hmm. So It's a vicious cycle. Yeah, so if you can get your foot in the door, and, and these are nine-month contracts, so it's like, man, you get your foot in the door, you get nine months' experience... On a triple A game, you know it's gonna come out. 
That's cool. even just something <laughs> you know to put on. Gonna come yeah, out. that's that's yeah. a big one too. Yeah. A lot of games don't come out. Mm-hmm. Um, Same with movies. Like yeah. a lot of movies don't make it. Yeah. So I mean, like you worked on Injustice. Even you were interning originally yeah. on Injustice too. Like that's crazy. Even if you didn't get hired at Nether Realms, which yeah. you did, so that's awesome. But even if you didn't, you have that on your resume to go take to other studios if you really wanted to like hey i worked uh, i did this i mean if you're allowed to even talk yeah. about that in the interview process i don't know yeah yeah i mean especially once it's announced yeah, yeah. you know mm-hmm. um yeah and that was definitely factored into my decision because i left a very stable job doing yeah. web programming um and just took the jump uh to to do the video game thing mm-hmm. yeah and did you have another project before injustice 2 no so that was your first like yeah so i was dive in. so um, in the midway days, uh, there was a guy named Ed Keenan, and when they transferred uh, brands and studios and stuff like that, he decided to start teaching. So he teaches at DePaul University. Um, I graduated with my bachelor's in computer science and, uh, from Buffalo in New York, and then I said, what do I want to do with my life? I want to make video games. Do I know how to do that? Absolutely not. Let's go figure it out. So started looking into some graduate programs, ended up at DePaul University. Ed teaches a curriculum that is so close to the way NetherRealm functions because he worked at that company. Yeah. So I've made my own game engine from scratch. I've made my own memory systems. I've made my own uh, UI engine from scratch. Like He taught us in that program how to be game programmers. Mm-hmm. And then obviously he has connections, with some guys at NetherRealm, and um, one person gets an internship, and then that one, one person recommends another person, then a long daisy chain of people, yeah. I'm lucky enough to, to get one. So I, it's okay, you can't not at that point, right? Yeah, like, exactly. You gotta take the jump. Such a huge opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very that's, lucky. That's incredible, man. An that's an awesome story. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Working on video games, that's, um, that's yeah. so many people's a, dreams. It, it really is, and it's still mine. And, yeah. And it's like, you know, that's why I wanted to come out to Evo, meet people, talk to people, talk to the players, be involved with the community yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's just, it's a dream. It as, really is. As a uh, game programmer, as just someone who wants to make games, what's your ultimate goal? Do you want to keep rising up through uh, and just continue at Nether Realms, Or do you, like, what's the, what's the dream, you know? Like, we want to make, like, feature films, TV yeah. shows, stuff like that. That's our end goal. But right now we're doing our thing. Um, so this is corny, but... My dream is to change people's lives through video games. I want to not corny at all. Make video games that people love and adore, and mm-hmm. like, and because like video games changed my life, right? Yeah, like, I would not mm-hmm. be here without Halo Two, hands down. Yeah. I played that game for nearly six years. Absolutely, Damn. like I yeah. got an Xbox Absolutely. 360 and I didn't own a game. I just played Halo Two on backwards compatibility for the region. <laughs> like I just played Halo Two. <laughs> That's hardcore. Like I would not be here without those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Or those people, I should say, who made that game. So I want to do that, right? It's like giving back in a way. Yeah. And plus, I, I love it. I go home and I play Injustice. Like, I love the game. I'm a fan of the game. That's I awesome. I feel like anyone working in any kind of entertainment industry has a little bit of that in them. Like yeah. They want to change the world, too. Yeah. One step at a time. Yeah. yeah. Everyone, I think everyone thinks that we're this big studio that has all these resources and we're just a couple of assholes <laughs> we learn how to make it work make it till you make it baby yep exactly yep. people think that we have all this equipment but you know you really just get good at what you have mm-hmm. make people think that 
MacGyver yeah. the hell out of it. Yeah, we just yeah, that's pretty much what it is. <laughs> we just MacGyver stuff. We're like, yeah, we don't have any money to do that. Well, let's find another way to get the same effect. <laughs> Didn't you know that Jeremy's middle name is MacGyver? Mm. It's weird. I don't know why. Jeremy it MacGyver <laughs> Lee. Okay, I read about that. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna Facts. go on your Wikipedia. Yeah. Anybody who's who's writing uh, Jeremy's Wikipedia, make sure to put his middle name as MacGyver. Yes, please, I can't read, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> it's true. He can't. He's good at everything, but he can't read. <laughs> uh, Amazing. Uh, no, I think that's a really, a really respectable dream and goal. Just because it's like, I mean, that's kind of what we do here too. I mean, when we make our projects, the the thing that I want this me personally is like, I want this to be the best couple minutes of your day. Like, if you're. Yeah. If you're going about your day doing your thing and then you stumble across one of our videos and you watch Flash versus Quicksilver and you're like, that was awesome. That made my day. That was that was a great part of my of of the experience of the day. Just because, you know, everybody deals with their own stuff and just to to just get lost into something fun for a little bit yeah. is like amazing. And like video games have always been that for for I I think for all of us at this table. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Lately, I've had less time to play it personally just because, you know, trying to keep the ship afloat. Yeah. But, uh, you know, but video, the experience, or at least my experience with video games have influenced my storytelling and filmmaking now. Yeah, that's awesome. Because especially like Halo and even Final Fantasy, because I play a lot of Final Fantasy and the way that they do their storytelling and their cutscenes and stuff influenced the way I, I guess, visually tell a story. So it still awesome. has an influence on me now. Yeah, and I mean, we ob- obviously story is a big part of our game too, especially for Injustice and, and Mortal Kombat too. We you know took the fi- took a fighting game and we wanted to build this big production story around it because nobody else is doing it and we think it can be done well. So mm-hmm. good. The story and for Injustice One was so freaking good. <laughs> it's great. I didn't work on that game, but. It's awesome. It's I haven't so played good. Injustice 2. I'm sure it's spectacular. It's great. I just remember the story for Injustice 1 was, was like, this is amazing. This is everything a DC fan could ever want in a game. And people get it flipped usually. Like, they wrote such a good story for Injustice 1 that mm-hmm. they made it a comic. It was yeah. not a comic first and then became a video game. Yeah. Like, they, it was so good that they made it a comic. Yeah. Some of the imagery from from these games has become iconic in DC lore like yeah. the shot of of Superman punching a hole straight uh, straight through the Joker yeah. it's like you see that photo every or that that illustration like everywhere now it's awesome that story is so good yeah go read Tom Taylor's Injustice it's yeah. so good yes there you go Indeed go it do it you play Injustice 2 you guys have to too. play Injustice 2's storyline still yeah it's good <laughs> I believe it did you finish it I believe it? it's great of course I did Okay, cool. I almost beat it the night I got it. Oh, wow. I had to go to work. How long is the story, roughly? Depends. I mean... Get between five and six hours, maybe? Dope. I can knock that out. Yeah. That's There's there's some player choice involved in there, too. Nice. Multiple endings. You have to replay some of it. Yeah. So, like, when I was younger, I used to love RPGs, JRPGs, because they were so long. I always felt like I got my money's worth. Because I buy Star Ocean 3 and then play it for, <laughs> for 80 hours and I have an 80-hour game, right? Yeah. And uh, now I'm like, damn, dude, that game's got a 
25 hour long story. I don't know if I can make that commitment. <laughs> and so yeah. when I hear, and I was always super disappointed when something had a shorter story and now I'm just like, yes, five five to six hours. That's amazing. See? Yeah. Experience, I'll see yeah. that and I, yeah. I won't pay attention to it just because I know if I look at a game and it's 80 hours long, I'm not going to want to play it because I don't have time now, but I'll just start it. And then once I start, I just can't. Yeah, you'll Stop. just keep going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hashtag Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, I know. Dude. <laughs> I, got that I, w- I, got I wasn't going to play that, but then I started it, and I love it so much, I just had to finish it. It's on my like, backlog. I have it I have it in my apartment, but I haven't played it just oh yet. Oh, my God. It's so good. Yeah. good man. Story, it's great. Some of the characters are annoying, hmm. but you know, you'll see what I mean. Yeah. By the way, Fred, you might be interested in a little game I played this weekend. Oh, what's that? Dragon Ball Z Fighter. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> We're all excited about that. Or, wait, no, no, no. Sorry, sorry. Dragon Ball Fighter, Fighters. 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 Fighter Z. Yes. Fighters. Yes. Dragon yeah. Ball Fighters. Yeah. I played that. I will at the name, but the gameplay looks ridiculous. It, It's fun. It's uh, a little bit Marvel versus Capcom where you got these 3v3 style. You yeah. get assist, mm-hmm. character assists coming in and, and helping you out. Um, the inputs aren't super technical, which is kind of good. Yes, because um, I suck at fighting games. Yeah, <laughs> there's a there's this nice like dash mechanic in it, so you can like air dash down at people to like open them up to like break into a combo and stuff like that. So if they throw a projectile, you can air dash in and like uh, punish them that way. Uh, yeah, and the art is fantastic. Yes, it that's is. dope. It's I'm it's, so excited. I actually watched a comparison video. I think that IGN put out about it, oh, where yeah. it, they compared it to the actual manga. And it's like frame for frame, like they stop, and it's a picture from the manga, and it's like perfect. A lot of homage. You yeah, can dude. tell that I, even just by watching gameplay videos and the trailer, uh, just the stuff that I've seen video yeah. wise, because I haven't actually played it yet. You can tell that the people who made this actually really care about the source material. Yep. In a in I feel like a different way than what they did with like. Budokai and Tenkaichi and all those ones where it's like those games were fun and they were good but like it's, it's it depends because it depends on what Budokai you're talking about right I, so, I, here we go I played the <laughs> first <laughs> I didn't mean to open this up I played but. 1 through 3 and then Tenkaichi 1 and 1 I one played and 1 and 2 and then after 2 I was like mm. so I didn't really play them in Budokai 1 was actually like a super close to reenacting the show as it yeah yeah I remember that yeah, yeah. so they even did like the entire se- intro sequence to the game was the intro sequence of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, but in their animation, I remember that. I was just talking about the the attention to detail, detail? in a lot of areas, okay. like aesthetically, even just like the way that the uh, the way that the supers work. Like you mm-hmm. have the one handed Kamehameha from Gohan. It's just yep. like that sort of stuff is like, oh my god, nostalgia bomb. Yeah, just mm-hmm. exploded all over me. Yeah, pretty much. The I mean, it was like Budokai Three where they really tried to kind of bring all those factors together where they made it more cinematic as well with the ultimates. Yeah. So it would actually cut to like a short and then yeah. it would just be interactive. It was just a, uh, can't think of the word for it right now, but it was just, you press the buttons to kind of make it happen and that was kind of it. So it was just a more cinematic kind of cool. Yeah. Dude, Dude, you never played three? I never played three. Three is fun as fuck. Yeah, three, I think I only played sorry. two. Sorry. <laughs> two was... Yeah. Definitely better than one. They only came out on PlayStation? PlayStation 2, two. and then uh, it wasn't Tenkaichi until Tenkaichi started, started came out on everything. It came out on Wii. It was just PlayStation 2 and Wii. Okay. Was it? Yeah. Uh, there's a... Ange has a uh, 
like a collector's edition that has like all the games for the PS3. Dude, yeah, that one you should is be playing it. Sitting on the counter. Budokai 1 uh, and Budokai 3. See, two is, I think, definitely better than one. Three is really good, but the thing that was interesting about it, each transformation is his own character in the That's, roster, and this is like 83 I don't like characters that. on the roster. Yeah, crazy. 83, like something like that. Was That's insane. I wonder yeah, how different the abilities are. It doesn't get too different. As Still someone that slots. played the game. Yeah, yeah. literally. Just, just they just put them in there. Two was weird because it was a, a board game that you played as the storyline. Huh. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Oh my god, that was really odd. I think that might have been one of my turnoffs for the game. It was actually for me. Yeah. yeah, it was weird. Strange way to go about that. Yeah. I like. Did it. you guys ever yeah. play that Dragon Ball Sagas game? Dude, yes, it's one of my favorite Dragon Ball Z games. Of Wait, all is that time. the 3D one? It's yeah. it's a 3D it's one with an actual story mode. Yeah, that yeah. you could play co-op. Oh, it's, it's like co-op. adventure mode kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's what like uh, Mortal Kombat. Everything. Uh, Shaolin monks. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, it's yeah. like that kind of game where you like roam around the area and you can use your supers and all that. It's big love for that game. I still have it on the Xbox <laughs> One. Super generic what, Xbox One. The backwards compatible? No, no. X, the original Xbox. Oh, oh. This is the problem with Microsoft. The first, Xbox, <laughs> the first Xbox. The first Xbox. OG Xbox. Yeah, Xbox, Xbox One X. X. Xbox X. One X Scorpio machine that plays in 4K. Whatever that is. Yeah, I think I had it on my GameCube actually. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, I was a GameCuber. Me and Sean played that game a lot. Yeah? Hell yeah, dude. Yo, shout awesome. out. All right, so here's a hot take. Shout out to the GameCube. Dude. Every game that is on the GameCube and on the N64, the GameCube version is better, hands down. The GameCube is the better version of the N64. Double hot Dash take. is the best Mario Kart. Oh, dude. Oh, so I haven't played, dude. I haven't played a lot of the newer ones, eight and nine. And, not, they're at eight now. They're on. They're yeah, on eight, eight, and then Double Dash is I agree. way better than the N sixty four. Talk about a hot take. That's mm-hmm. scorching. Scorching. Dude, I love the GameCube. Yeah, I still have mine. I break it out every now and then. I sad. Mine sadly broke down. The disc doesn't read anymore, and I have to like hold the top down for it to read. And then if you let go, it stops reading. It's stupid. When game systems die, man. Yeah, yeah. they die hard. Yeah, dude. And the Wavebird, though, <laughs> like dude. Willis. The Wavebird is still one of my favorite controllers. Actually, yeah, I kind of like that controller. The Wavebird is dope. It feels comfortable. Like it I was does. just playing melee, like, and it's not last too week. big. Yeah, those triggers are leave a little bit to be desired, yeah, but absolutely, it's <laughs> well, not meant for shooters. I don't know. It just depends on the game you're playing. But like playing Wind Waker, those triggers yeah. feel really natural. Dude, you a PlayStation the- guy or Xbox guy? Uh, I was mostly an Xbox guy. I mean, now I'm everything. I'll play everything. Yeah. Um, I still play a lot of PC stuff every now and then. Playing yeah. a lot of Battlegrounds right now. Man, that game is... Everybody's playing Battlegrounds. I, I tried to played. resist for so long, just and then I just couldn't in, do it man. anymore. It is too fun. What do you too like fun. about it? So I don't know if you guys are familiar with it, but it's like a Battle Royale. Mm-hmm. It's like Hunger Games, the military shooter. Yeah. So there's a circle. You, uh, 100 people get dropped on a map. Uh, you choose where you want a hundred. A hundred. So it's either a hundred. Wait, wait, wait. One against ninety. One hundred. One hundred. Okay. Is this on, on PC exclusively? Yes. Yeah. Currently, it's coming yeah, to that's Xbox. Probably, that's why I haven't played Xbox. it. Yes. Yeah. Um. So you either play solo, so it's like one against one against one against mm-hmm. one, or it's uh, teams of two. So yes. there's fifty teams of two, or there's twenty five teams of up to four. Wow. So you could have mixed teams in there of like three and two if you want to go into squad. They call it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you drop with no gear. 
Mm-hmm. You parachute out of this plane and you choose where you want to parachute on the map. It's always yeah. the same map. Is this the one where the map gets smaller and yeah. smaller as time? Oh, I've been wanting to so play then that. They, they Dude, this a, sounds incredible. They put a safe circle on the map, right? So you you drop, you parachute down, right? And uh, you can look around, and see where you're looking around, like looking where people are dropping next to you because you can punch. You don't drop with a gun. You have to go find a gun. So you're like <laughs> looking for guns. You're like, oh, I got a pistol, but I really need an AR. I really need an M16 or something like that. You need to get a backpack so you can hold more. You need to get silencers. You need to get first aid kits, painkillers, Red Bulls, so you can run faster. Like, <laughs> it's wild. Red Bulls. It's wild. And That's then. Uh, dope. Yeah, there's also there's vehicles that you can ride around in, and then they put a circle on the map. It's like, okay, this is the safe zone. The safe zone will start closing in two minutes, and then this blue circle starts closing in from the outside toward the, sa- toward the safe circle, and you have to get to the safe circle. So it pushes everyone together. It's, it's Hunger Games. <laughs> yeah, so you, I know. That's you, crazy. Would you die if you're not in the safe circle? You start to take damage over time. Okay. Um, the, and the damage, every circle, the damage gets stronger. So that first safe circle is big, right? But then two minutes later, they make a smaller one inside of it. And then that starts encroaching. <laughs> and it just keeps happening and happening yeah. until so you're it's within... forcing everyone together. <laughs> until you're within like, uh, like a 50-yard radius of people. And you're in the middle of an open field. And everyone's <laughs> just like prone, like trying to keep it low-key so that they don't get spotted. And then the circle starts encroaching on them and everyone just jumps up and starts running toward the center of the circle and you're like running next to people, like gunning next to you. It's intense. What happens when you die? You don't respawn, right? You're out. You're out. Damn. So if you're the first guy to die, you're literally just watch, sitting there for 10 minutes? No, so you can back out to the main menu, you're done, like you don't have to watch. Okay, yeah. so it's not like... Uh, yeah. So okay. sometimes you do like... Uh, like It's the same map over and over again right now. Uh, they said they're adding more maps, but like... So there's... Mm-hmm like standard hot zones. Yeah. So there's like this specific school you can go to and that always has really good gear, but also like 40 people drop there. So it just becomes this battle zone in the first minute. Oh, Damn. So sometimes you die. just go there just for a fun quick match just to see what happens. And then yeah. you, and you die and you're like, all right, well, I'm back out. Like, yeah, but, that's uh, cool. What really sucks is if you're playing with a team of four and you die really early mm. and you're just stuck waiting for your friends. You're like, oh man. <laughs> Dude, this, we should play this game. Yes. Is it coming out it's for coming. consoles or just PC? Yeah, they announced it for Xbox. It's still in early access on PC. Mm-hmm. I have no idea when it's coming. They, it's take awesome. a while. I the two consoles they, I don't own. Yes. <laughs> I think they slated it for fall, this fall for Xbox, but mm-hmm. I don't know. That doesn't is this seem based very off likely. Of Daisy? Uh, I could like be getting this way? wrong, but it's, I think, the same guys. Yeah, that's what I heard. Daisy that are also doing this one. Yeah. It's like so. it was because I heard that Battlegrounds was originally a custom game mode. In yeah, my history on it's also foggy. Um, I've heard rumblings that it's made in the Arma engine. If you if you're familiar yes. with the military sim Arma, yeah. Um, I don't know if that's actually true, but yeah, I know, I know it is Daisy like a came mod. out of Arma three. Yeah, I think yeah. From what my that understanding right. is that both of these games were mods made in Arma 3 first. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then they the guy, eventually uh, made it a full fledged yeah, uh, player on It sold like over 5 million copies on PC in mm-hmm. early access. It is not officially out and it sold 5 million copies. That's yep. ridiculous. Wow. It's a game that a lot of people are streaming right now. It's probably the number one stream game right now. Super fun. The Reddit's filled with hilarious GIFs. I, mean, that I definitely makes sense. recommend you checking out the Reddit because sometimes they just get weird physics pops and like the vehicles and it's all crazy. Oh boy. <laughs> so 
is this the game that uh, that they're playing in the Discord that they're just like auto running us? No, that what's one the, is XCOM. XCOM. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They have us in XCOM too, and they're just kind of <laughs> letting awesome. us run. Uh, Jeremy is the best character in the game for us. Well, He's a sniper, just right. killing everyone. Apparently, yeah, I keep dying. You really keep dying. <laughs> Makes I, sense. That's how I usually play games. I'm just I've like I've never played XCOM. What, what exactly is that? XCOM is. Wait, a, uh, expl- explain exactly what they're doing. So, <clears throat> really quick. So, if you guys don't know what our Discord channel is. Uh, uh, to be honest, I'm not really sure what it is either. <laughs> I'm in there. Discord yeah. is uh, is a chat room, basically where all a bunch of people that either play video games or just are on their computers can uh, kind of talk. You can even do it on your phone. Uh, basically, there's chat rooms in there that you can discuss whatever you want. We have a bunch of different channels on there that you basically just drop something you want to talk about in there, and people will respond. Is this like the modern day MSN me- Messenger and Yahoo no, Messenger now? You talk about AIM, bro. <laughs> Aim, yeah. Oh, MSN yeah. Messenger, were you one of those guys? Dude, I had Yahoo all three. Messenger. I had like, MSN, like, Yahoo, and Like, Mom, Aim. can't we get AOL? Dude, it's <laughs> Aim. I, know. I, did, I did too. Aim is the only one you went for. Uh, I had all three too. Long distance high five. Uh, <laughs> come hang out in the Discord. I hang out in the Discord. Yes, he's in there yeah. all the time. There, there, is a, there is a barrier of entry to the Discord now. It's uh, You got to be a $1 and up Patreon backer. It's a dollar. Yeah. yeah. It is get dollar. in there. It is hang dollar. out with us. Be friends with the community. Yeah, yeah. it's a dollar dollar menu. Um, yeah, it's actually really cool because uh, people are posting like funny gifts and like doing the XCOM thing. Yeah, and There's it's also like uh, voice channels. So mm-hmm. I said I think there is a Battlegrounds voice channel on the, on the, the Discord? Discord now. So awesome. yeah, we got a couple people building bots uh, for certain things, and they're adding like little gifts of our or <laughs> not, not not just little gifs, but like little uh, just cut out or like emoji of cutouts of our faces. Yeah. It's, it's super great. cool, guys. I mean, if you want to be involved in that community at all, definitely like it's a pretty easy mm-hmm. easy access thing. And yeah, we just wanted it to be uh, we wanted it to feel special for those who are mm-hmm. in that Discord. Absolutely. So yeah. that's why we made people it a Patreon. Are super thing. friendly in there. Yeah. So definitely check it out. <laughs> What's uh, XCOM? XCOM is a uh, is an RTS. It's a real time strategy game, basically that has just it's. Just brutal, apparently, from what so I've heard. Top down, okay. you're like, I haven't played it. I just just from videos, but yeah. I know you're like positioning guys, and, and it's sci-fi. Yeah, it's sci-fi, sci-fi? based. You're so fighting against aliens. You're setting up like okay. shots and things like that. You're like lining up your sights with this guy, like top down, like you can see his laser sight like travels this way. Oh, and, like, you can, like, okay. You can hit a yeah. certain amount of space. So you like name all your you. characters. You so can kind of like all your characters. Yes, but I, I'm sorry. Maybe XCOM is more turn-based. It might be turn-based. I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. Um, I've never played it. I just know about it a little bit. I don't think it's PvP, though. No. I don't think you're fighting against... I think it's just strictly computer. Yeah. But the campaign is like... It can be... If you don't play it correctly, it can just be brutal and be way too hard, way too fast. Yeah. So there's like a certain route... Oh, so you have to grind in this game. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely grinding. You have to level up your characters. So it's uh, like a survival mode? Is that is that what I'm getting? Because so, I think some people play it on like... You could play it on like permadeath. Mode. Yeah. Yeah. So like if you die, for example, you're dead. Like you can't yeah. go back. But you can name another character you, but all that progress that you made with that original character is now gone. Danny the second. That's, Danny the second. Dude, that sort of game is too <laughs> intense for me. It's just like, if I die and I lose all my progress, it's like, mm-mm. I do not have the time so to do that not again. A dark, not a Dark Souls fan, huh? No, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Dar- like, I don't, I don't, I'm not like Jeremy where I like my games to punish me. Mm. I, I like to have fun. Jeremy over here just playing games on fun. expert. 
Well, like Rock Band is something different, you know what I'm saying? But like, well, I mean, for any game, like I, I just like it really hard. Dude, you guys, where's the challenge? You guys need to watch Jeremy playing Rock Band. It is a sight to behold. It's actually he's just like going crazy. Like it looks like a real drummer. He is a real drummer. He is. I don't know about that. He's a real drummer. He's a real drummer. Actually, speaking about going in, kind of just beating yourself to death with a video game. Did you hear that they're releasing an update for Horizon that has a very hard mode? Yes. Oh my God! Finally, I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm so excited. Replay. A 50 when is that hour coming game. out? Uh, I don't know. To be you don't with know. You, I don't. You're know. You're useless, Fred. Sorry. I'm just kidding. Get out of here, Fred. Just kidding. Just lied to you. He lied to me you. about where the bathroom was. It's true. Fred. He did it to somebody else, and I was like, I want to do it. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> such a dad joke. <laughs> such a. Dad Sorry, joke. I'm kind of a dad, I guess. <laughs> Where's Tony? Uh, You're sitting in Tony's spot. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm gaining his energy. Fred, the I literally daddy. touched the handle and you started laughing. I was like, yes, <laughs> I was "Is like, this one?" Yeah, you gotta wait okay. for him to open the door first and realize that it was a closet. I, wait. I looked at you and I was like, I just started laughing. I was like, "He did this before. He knows how this feels." <laughs> <laughs> so you guys know that our hallway leads to a closet on one side, a bathroom on the other side. So sometimes we point people to the. To the closet first, because we're stupid. Yes. <laughs> All it has is like cleaning supplies in it. Yep. Anyway, back to video games. <laughs> yes. So what, uh, and then we can just go around the table on this one. What video games have influenced you the most in your life? Like what were the, besides Halo, because clearly that was that was one yeah. of them, but like what, what game, what, what was the inciting incident to Brian wanting to be a game developer and to make all of us gamers? I mean, yeah, I think it was. I think it was Halo Two. Um, my first game I ever played was, I think, probably Super Mario World. This is the first game I really remember playing a lot. Pretty um, much everyone's. Yeah, yeah. Yoshi's Island was actually mine. Um, I thought Whole for a position. while. I thought for <laughs> F one. Yeah. <laughs> I thought for a while I wanted to be on the media the side wash? of the industry. Yeah, like being like a games critic and stuff like that. Um, I don't really know at what point that switch, like, I, I changed. Because, like, I did, uh, I technically have an associate's in film. Nice. In, 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 media, in like, media arts production. Yeah. Um, hmm. But at, at some point, that changed. Yeah. I I don't, it's all kind of blurry at this point, but. How long ago was that, you think? Was it eight years ago now? Eight years? Yeah. When I graduated oh, high wow. school, yeah. Um, so long ago. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Games are constantly... So people... I don't subscribe to the fact... Right, so we might hit some tension. Okay. <laughs> people say the Ocarina of Time is the greatest video game of all time, right? Go on. Preach yourselves. I don't believe that. Because if the greatest game of all time isn't changing, we are not evolving as a medium. Mm -hmm. We are not getting better. We are not making... Just by def definition, we're not making better games. I don't believe that. I think games are way better now than they were. Than they ever were. Mm -hmm. I think there's obviously in room what regard though storytelling. Okay. Um, I think there's obviously a lot of room to talk about like, oh, that game changed the way we think about game. Like, obviously, like, yeah, we yeah. definitely owe a ton to those games. But I think there's a difference between best game ever and a classic. Yeah, definitely. I think the also, impact it, of the that's, game. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and yeah. also favorite. It's uh, people yes. have to mention that favorite is one thing and best is another. Exactly, absolutely. A lot of people get that mixed up. Absolutely. Well, they also say that that Citizen Kane is the greatest movie ever made, and it's like, 
You know, <laughs> like Citizen Kane was probably a really enjoyable film when it came out, but yeah. how many people are going to sit down and watch Citizen Kane and be like, yeah, that really was the best movie ever. I guarantee you that if you showed Citizen Kane to the mass majority of people on this planet, they would not think it's the best movie ever yeah. made. In fact, they probably wouldn't know what's special about it, but the impact that that movie had changed Timeless. the medium. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what Ocarina of Time did. It changed Absolutely. games. 100%. And I think that's why people say that. they Calling it the greatest game ever meant that it made the most impact at the time of its release, I would imagine, right? Yeah. Sounds about yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong. It's like, actually, one game that also did that a lot was um, Super Mario 64. Yes. Totally. Uh, where it was an open world game. GoldenEye. Yeah, like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. GoldenEye is another one too, but like, Super Mario 64 was the first game that like was an open world game in that time. And I love the I 3D mi- open world. I yeah. miss a little bit of like the the secrets in those games, right? Mm-hmm. Cuz we didn't I mean we had the internet, but it wasn't so much on the internet any mm-hmm. as it was, right? Um so like I would try and run those stairs, man. I'm like I know mm-hmm. maybe if I just keep going, yep. you know, maybe, maybe if I just keep again. going the, those endless stairs or you don't have enough stars to face Bowser, it's like no, but if I just keep r- hours. <laughs> you just you literally just taped down had the a glimmer yeah, yeah. you had a glimmer of hope yeah glimmer of hope yeah it's like yeah. any t- any secrets that you could possibly find are typically online within the first 48 hours of a game's yeah. release at this point i mean even as not as long ago like with halo 2 there was that map oh god headlong i think and there was that uh rumor that if you got a goss warthog mm-hmm. you sat in front of that door and you just fired Goss Warthog shots I remember at the that. door that it would open up and reveal a golden warthog. Yeah. We did that with 16 players for hours. Dude. Because we were kids and we thought <laughs> that that was a thing. Oh, yeah. Same. The, the quest for the golden warthog. I remember doing the <laughs> rocket jump. Not, yeah. the, not the YouTube channel. The actual rocket jump. Yeah. And then getting up beyond the map and running on polygons trying to find this goddamn golden Doing warthog that didn't thing, exist you're like switching between the sword and the rocket launcher yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah oh my god that was so long ago man dude we used to do that for hours yeah yep yeah i kind of yep, missed yep. that just wasting what, what, time which one was it where it was so hard to find a fuel rod cannon it was like up high on a bridge somewhere so halo 2 the fuel the- rod cannon was only in story mode or something or off yeah. maybe it was like also in private matches maybe but they didn't add it to the multiplayer because they kept having glitches with it mm-hmm. um so i don't know if maybe it was that one where it was just like tucked away somewhere well, no it was the it was the the, the needler this oh no the, the scarab, scarab gun. gun that's right uh, Dude, that, oh this, yeah that was actually real yeah, yeah. that was real I that yeah. was amazing <laughs> Yeah, you just got a gun that would just shoot scarab shots yeah, yeah that was dope ridiculous what about halo one did you guys ever just on um when you first land on it, no, it was on the beach, and you had to drive all the way on the ocean. And you hit the invisible wall. Yeah, yeah. just you know what? Why? Why do we even do that? It was just a wide open ocean. Why don't we just ride out there? I used to play that for hours, just like going all around every corner of the map, even though you knew that there wasn't anything out there. Yeah, yeah. we used to do this weird thing in Halo One campaign where you could like slide off this cliff, but you had to be in co-op because you know how there's that like respawning mechanic. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like if you die, like as long as your buddy's not in combat, like you can respawn next to them. Yeah. But you could hit it in such a way that if you slid down the cliffs properly, you could die, but then your buddy could respawn really quickly. Yeah. And you would do that enough to get to this like secret area. Yeah. I th- actually, I feel like that might be where the scarab gun is. 
No, no, no. Because no. Scarab, 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 Scarab Gun and Halo and 2. But I think this is Halo 1. Wasn't that the sword? Like, wasn't there a rumor in Halo 1 that you could find the sword and you could never find the sword? I Wasn't that a thing? I'm not sure. I don't know, man. That's going way back. I know it's been a long time. In Halo 1, the mission where you first land on Halo, me and my brother would do the co-op thing and just try to land. You know where you crash land the ship at the beginning of the level? To the left side, you have to cross the bridge to continue the mission, yeah. right? Yeah. There are two bridges, one on top where you cross, and then the one on bottom where it's just far enough where you die if you land on it. But in co-op, the respawning thing, yeah. me and my brother kept redoing over and over where I would fall down first, and I would miss the bridge and die, but then my brother would jump right after me, and he would respawn right on top of the second bridge. That's awesome. And it was... Almost, almost impossible to get to the bottom bridge without dying. But then once you get there, obviously there's nothing. It's just an accomplishment. It's like, like, yes, oh. I finally got to the second bridge without dying. Can I did I just it. say I love this deep cut that we're taking on all this stuff right now. This is so fantastic. So to answer your question, most recently, <laughs> The Last of Us. Damn. Last of Us. Yeah. That game changed a lot, I think, for storytelling in games and really pushed the medium forward in totally. terms of storytelling. I thought it was... It's, Still think it's one of my favorite games. Yeah. yeah. I, I think agree. Last of Us is pretty undeniably one of the greatest games of all time and will go down in history as being like a Zelda Ocarina of Time of our yeah. current generation. I hope so. Because that game is incredible. Like, it actually made me tear up. Yeah. It's a video Archive. game. Dude, it's crazy. the first <laughs> 15 minutes, that game makes you tear up. The thing with the brothers, that, that two, two, two brothers. brothers. Two, 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 the two brothers. Two brothers. Two brothers. Two, two. Anyway. Not watch Rick and Morty, dude. <laughs> Oh, is this when they're like watching the intergalactic like space yeah. channel? Yeah. Two, two, two brothers, yeah. and there's a, oh, a meteor coming. That's a like action movie one. Yeah. That's so funny. It's called Two Brothers. It's just called Two Brothers. Two Brothers. I'd say the game for me would be Final Fantasy X, or at least the last time I remember it, just because that was the first game where I distinctly remember the cutscenes feeling like I'm watching an actual movie. And the way that they. I guess shot it the way each frame each cut is a perfect composition in my opinion and the way that they lit it just seems very cinematic specifically the moment where did you guys play final fantasy 10 no yeah is it the moment under the water where you're well that's yeah that's, that's i mean one. there's a whole bunch of different moments but there's one moment specifically where uh the main character titus titus i don't know how titus titus Petus. Petus? Um, he is watching Yuna, who is the priestess in the game, uh, perform the ritual for uh, the yeah, sending off, which scene. is like um, this village near the ocean was just basically destroyed by a tsunami because the, the big bad guy, Sin, which is a huge monster, you know, landed near the ocean, tsunami, and a lot of people died, and there's like bodies floating in the water. And the way that they shot that scene just looks... Like, it still brings a tear to my eye just thinking about it because it was so cinematic and strong because the priestess, Yuna, is uh, performing a ritual to send the souls onto the next life, you know, okay. like, kind of thing. You see this, the spirits kind of leaving the body, the dead bodies in the, the ocean uh, as it passes on. And during that whole ritual, it's the sunset on the ocean. And the way that they filmed it, without saying a single word, you see how... Tiras feels about Yuna just by his stare, like his look That's awesome. while she's performing the ritual. And this was back in, what, 2001 or something? Yeah. 2002? Way like, back. The, I don't ever... 
I don't remember any video game that told a story like that just visually before that, before Final Fantasy X. Those pre-rendered graphics. Yeah, the mm. pre-rendered graphics and pre-rendered cutscenes. It like, was so. one of the most cinematic games of that time. Yeah. I think uh, definitely credit goes to that game for us being able to get to where we are now. Because they actually, yeah. it was, those cutscenes were filmed like a movie. Like oh, there was cinematography. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was one of the things, uh, like jumping forward, that's one of the things I loved about The Last of Us. They yeah. have, I don't know if you've seen that documentary. Um, I haven't. But they have like a making of documentary. And, you know, Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson, Ellie and, and yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Joel, they're like in mocap suits, like yeah. sitting there, like, yeah. you know, doing the acting they're and actually they're filming acting. it. And it's, it's amazing. It's awesome to watch. And mm -hmm. uh, Troy, in the, in the documentary, he talks about um, one of the death scenes. And you could just like how emotionally jarring it is for him and they're like all right cut all right let's do it again you know yeah you guys are familiar with this like yeah and he's just like okay like and he clears himself up gets himself back together it's like you know this is real this is like a movie this is yeah. like actual like absolutely story oh yeah 100 storytelling it really is and then uh the other thing that they did for that game which i thought was super cool they did this one night live thing where they brought out the actors yeah, and I they saw did this stage acting for a live audience they reenacted some of the scenes from the games on stage like, yeah. it, was, like it was a play it's what? awesome yeah. it's so cool Dude, that sounds amazing cool. it's so cool it's like an hour long or something yeah that. they brought out the composer he played some live songs and stuff Dude. like that because the soundtrack's phenomenal oh my yeah, god it it's so good Gustavo Santaola Santo, Santo Alaya Santo Alaya <laughs> I don't Whatever know instrument he's playing, he plays it to perfection. There's all kinds of weird stuff, man. Know, he's man. in the documentary too, dude. Check out the documentary. So yeah. It's on YouTube for free. I'm pretty sure. Check it out. It's I've awesome. seen. I think I've seen pieces from it because I've definitely seen like scenes of them in the mocap suit. I've definitely yeah. seen like scenes of Ashley Johnson and Troy Baker like performing, and, mm -hmm. and it's. Uh, I, I remember watching the mocap version of uh, of the scene where oh, shit, meet the guy, the the guy who's like bunkered up. Toward the Bob, beginning of the game, Bill, Bob, Bill, 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 Bill. Yeah. So like, I remember. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, she's like, "Fuck you! You handcuffed me." <laughs> so good. The uh, well, it's also coming from that mocap thing, the comedy thing that they did, yeah. where they're all singing. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The alternate, the alternate ending. Good. Yeah, so good, dude. Um, brilliant. But did you mention your game yet? Um, because I have multiple video games have played a large part of my life. Gosh, for me, it was probably Ocarina of Time because that was one of that was the first 3D game I ever played. Yeah, it was legitimately the first 3D game. Final Fantasy VII was mine. Yeah, Final Fantasy played a lot in my life. Apparently, yeah. Final Fantasy definitely was a big deal. They've kind of fallen off the horse just a little bit over the last couple of games. I feel like, at least in terms of like appealing to that mainstream audience yeah. innovating the way that they used to. People mm -hmm. seem split on 15 for sure. Yeah, totally, which is disappointing because I remember that game being announced in 2013 or uh, 2003, no? I don't know. No. That might be <laughs> 2006, 2006. I get their games mixed up because they have like four of them announced at one time. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it was probably Ocarina of Time. Mass Effect definitely hmm. was a was a Which big Mass one. Effect? I got opinions on this. Uh, <laughs> I, takes again. Two is my, two is my favorite. Oh god. 
Two is my favorite. I uh, love two. Oh, no. What? I don't like two. What? I really dislike two. Which one was it? Which one did you like? Ma Mass Effect 1 is my favorite. Uh, personally, I think Mass Effect as a series is overrated. Two out of three of those games, well, now three out of four of those games, uh, mediocre at best. I haven't played um, Andromeda, but I would disagree. Um, mm -hmm. And that's fine. And I know I'm very much in the minority on that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like two because it feels like this whole, like, it's a 25-hour game about getting the gang back together. Which I thought is cool because it's not about... The mission is the overarching plot. But what really it matters is the branching paths of getting to know your entire team, of, of the character development between your entire team. Mm -hmm. And so it's not a game about... It's not necessarily about the mission. It's yeah. about the characters. Mm -hmm. And you becoming endeared to each and every single one of yeah. these characters makes that suicide mission all the more important because, you know, the, the suicide mission is, is, is the imminent threat of the entire game that right. we don't know what's going to happen once you cross that Omega-4 relay. And once you cross it, you are probably going unknown. to die. Yeah, you're yeah. going into the unknown. We mm -hmm. think nobody has ever returned. Everyone has died who's ever gone there. So you becoming endeared to each and every one of your crew members, like, I don't want to see any of these guys mm -hmm. die. Not yeah. one of them I want to see die on that mission. So what do I need to do Jayden, to right? keep them all alive? <laughs> Who? Jaden, right? Is that his name? Which one's Jaden? Jacob? No. Oh, you know what? I think that's the end of the... Is that the end of the first game where you make the decision between Ashley and... Oh, Caden. Caden. Ashley and Caden. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Hayden can bounce. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, he can no, bounce. he can. Gone. That you, you're uh, he was your love interest for your <laughs> game, right, Caden? I don't remember. Actually, I think it was Ashley. Ashley, yeah, mine. Yeah. mine I played Femship, by the way. Yeah, to kind of clear that up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I swapped. Uh, I, I, I just, I was, uh, I was. Uh, you were Commander Shepard. Yeah, I, I jumped around a lot. <laughs> it was a it was a different I love interest. I think they built this like amazing, amazing universe and world and lore. Like mm -hmm. I love that stuff. I yeah. love Mass Effect One. I think I played that game like four or five times, and mm -hmm. I very rarely play games twice. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Mass Effect Two just didn't didn't really grab me. What yeah, I really liked about Two was that it plays, it unfolds like a TV show, like a series, a short series. And yeah. the cool thing about that is, a lot of people when they play a game like to where there's a suicide mission at the end and you have to gather a team together. Most of the time, people will complain by the end of that game, oh, well, I like there's no stakes. It feels like there's no stakes because right. if those people die, I don't care about them. Right. And the cool thing about too is like you grow to love these characters and it was the journey, not the destination. Yeah. Yeah, because I think like that was... Stuff, like especially with movies now where if it's an end of the world thing that's happening, you know that the world isn't going to end because there's going to be sequels. Or it's a franchise, you know? So there's no real stakes happening. The yeah. coolest thing about stories, movies that don't have the end of the world, end of the universe kind of thing, you grow to love the characters and they have their own stakes. Like, their world is ending, basically. But with Mass Effect 2 it's literally the end of the universe or the galaxy as you know it. So right. they need to find another way to kind of let you grow attached to these characters that you feel the weight if they do die. So that's our argument, or mine at least. Yeah, I'm, on the, I'm in the same boat. Yeah, I get that. What about you, Frederick? Frederick? Well, uh, in terms of Mass Effect? No. It, oh, okay. Well. <laughs> like, I never played them. <laughs> uh, so as I said, there's like five or six games that I could probably name off that 
done something for me in some way in my life in terms of just the way I think, uh, what I found that I like, whatever it might be. Number one, as I mentioned before, was Mortal Kombat. It was the first game that I ever, like, that was the first game I ever played. And I realized then that I loved video games. I mean, That's really cool. I had, like, Sonic, and I had all that crap. But, like, Mortal <laughs> Sonic Kombat. Sonic and all that crap. Yeah. <laughs> like, Red Notorious hater on, on Sonic. Sonic. I love mean, Sonic. I don't think that's uncommon. Yeah, no. Really not. <laughs> uh, so, like, it's Mortal Kombat was Battle that Adventure game for me too. that I'd always come back to when I was getting a little older. I would always play, like, Deadly Alliance and, like, all these different ones that were coming out. Shaolin Monks is actually one of my favorites, and that's that's a hot take. Yeah. That's another hot take. Um, but so that's one of them. Another two of them, really, are competitive shooters. That's when I realized that I liked them so much were uh, Halo 2 and 3, Reach, as well, uh, and then the entire Gears of War franchise. Five's better than three. I tried to play five for a little bit. Oh, five, man. I couldn't get into it, man. It's too much. I think I carried you for a little while. You did, yeah. You <laughs> and Sean did. I yeah. was like, man, I am bad at this game. So Yeah, uh, Gears, Gears was huge, too. Yeah. Uh, you know what's funny is I think we played opposite Gears of War games. I really liked two. Two was, I played heavily towards the end of its life cycle. I'd say two uh, is my favorite. Yeah. I haven't played the newest one. Uh, four, I like Rumors! <laughs> Dude, it's, uh, one is probably my favorite still, uh, just in terms of the sheer amount of time that I put into it and the experiences mm-hmm. that I had. Uh, but Yeah, but were you that guy waiting to get that host lobby? No, not always. In, Ge- <laughs> in Gears 1, he's like, I don't join other people's matches. Yeah. You guys Sean, play on my server. Sean was the one that would usually be like, who's got the better connection? Yeah. All right, we're going to go with that one. I was like, whatever. Uh, but yeah, like Gears of War 1, I would play 19 rounds. Like that was the typical games that we would play, Dang. which is like an hour and a half long. Yeah. And it's... That's impressive. It's great. It's like a I marathon, but we'd play like 20 matches a day, like when I was in, in my prime, you know, and... Also, for those of you who don't know, Sean, referring to Sean Pitts oh, from uh, yeah. social media, by now. social media manager or social media Instagram he's, manager he's a, of I, I don't IGN. Really, he's a social producer for IGN, specifically for Instagram. He is mainly on Instagram stories right now. Boom. Um, Follow him. Send yeah, him some love. He's, he's my dude. best friend. So he's if you didn't guy. know that by now, I've mentioned him all the goddamn time. Um, so... I basically all the games that I played throughout my life were with him. But anyway, mm-hmm. did uh, you play competitively like MLG? On we Gears? talked about it, but we never it. We didn't have a team that was local. Was our big thing? Like yeah. we played with uh. a kid that was in Nova Scotia. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's not close. Not at all. <laughs> I, that's not I miss close. you. Unlock. Unlock the dead was his name. Unlock on his gamer tag on Xbox. Unlock the dead, and then unlock the beast was his. He's other still one. playing. Is he around? He's on Xbox still every once in a while. Mm. But uh, there's him, and then there was our other friend, Act Like You Know, mm. who lived in Minnesota. Mm. Minnesota. And Minnesota. Uh, <laughs> this, was, this is some deep cuts. And then our other friend, uh, Josh, who lived in Wyoming. Yeah, that was. I never. Those. I don't think I ever played Gears with you. I think I played some of the beta with Sean. Probably. It's very good. He's good. Very and good. I, as I've mentioned a lot of the times, I'm a great co-player. I play. To, I usually play support as yeah, well. I'm the support character. Sean has always been that, like the main guy. And whenever we play competitive, and that I'm just there to kind of support him. Even mm. even when I played Halo, it was like I'm gonna drop like a dozen assists because I'm not finishing anything. That's usually <laughs> I'm not finishing <laughs> anything. Me and uh, Angie were playing Overwatch uh, the other day, and uh, were you playing with us too, Jer? It was when all of a sudden we noticed we just started winning. 
constantly. And it was because Sean had jumped into our game. That's and was, right. I was, yeah, I was there. Kept on just mowing fools down. He's like, yeah, I just thought I'd come and warm up before I go play some competitive matches. Like, thanks for all the wins, Sean. And then we just started losing because I suck. In the early life cycle of Overwatch, I would just play Mercy and just boost Sean, who played Farah. Yep. And we would just wreck shop. Yeah, dude. All right, Ben. <laughs> it's... That sounds like a fun time. Yeah. It's uh yeah, the pharmacy was the was the play back then. Uh mm. its senses changed, but yeah, that's been over a year. <sighs> it's been a while. Dude, dude. we all need to I've start played. playing gears, like jump back into it. Cause I haven't touched gears since three and I didn't even finish three. And it used to play one and two competitively. So yeah. I played a lot. I don't I don't have the new one, I haven't played it. I have it. Me and Sean new played it for fun. a short while, but mm. like a lot of it, I don't know. We did, the same love wasn't there for it in some ways for us in terms of competitive. Uh, How has it new changed studio? Now? It's a new studio, yeah. It's called uh, Coalition. Coalition, that's yeah. Right. But it is run Owned by Rod by Ferguson Microsoft now, right? Yes, uh, Black Tusk turned into okay. uh, Coalition, but they're owned by Microsoft, and it's Rod Ferguson. So, like, realistically, all the components were there to make the multiplayer great again, but it was just <laughs> hashtag. Hashtag, yeah. I mean, Rod Ferguson again. was the guy that made the multiplayer what it is, right? Yeah. And it was just, there's just certain things so that So it, is it, and this is a question I really don't know, is it, like, what, what, what was Cliffy's role? Cliffy's role in the entire thing was he just made the game. Like okay. That, like, he made it what it was. He was creative director, right? Yeah, he was a creative director and producer on it, but then, like, when it came down to it, he just made the decisions about story, I think, more often than not, but he played multiplayer still, and that's how he met his wife, like, through mm-hmm. the multiplayer right, yeah. competitive scene. Uh, yeah, you never knew that? No. Yeah, she's super big into gears. Yeah, that's how they met. Huh. Um, but cool. the uh, like, so he still had a hand in multiplayer, but it was Rod Ferguson was the one that really curated that entire multiplayer for them, right? Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And in Gears of War Two is when it got really kind of weird with it because they brought in like the mortar and all that, mm-hmm. and good. the shield. It got weird, dude. Uh, <laughs> it got weird. And then Gears of War 3 became, uh, once they added ADS with a hammer burst, it changed uh, the game completely. Yeah. And it just became about modding. It was 3 controls. where it was broken, right? Yeah, you could zoom The hammer the burst f- was like... Dude, you can put somebody down in seven shots, and if you have a fast trigger finger, if someone pokes their, like, their body out mm-hmm. of the corner for just long enough, and you have a team of people running hammer bursts, yeah. down, crawl away, yeah. or attempt to crawl. It was like... That's why I wasn't a big fan of it because it was more about positioning on the map and having that. Anyway, getting really into the weeds about. <laughs> yeah, there are uh, probably people who are like, I don't, I don't, no, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't I have no about. idea what you guys are talking. about. I thought about. this was a movies and comics podcast. It is. Yeah. <laughs> we talk about nothing but video games. It's a geek it. culture podcast. Dude, getting back <laughs> into lately, my forte. We've just been kind of talking about whatever. <laughs> yeah, lately. just because you know, um, there's the more to our personality flows, yeah. than. Uh, mm-hmm. um, but I'll continue with the list anyway. Gears of War and Halo, big part of my life there, yeah. right? For competitive. Uh, Bioshock, the first oh, one. Oh, yeah. Dude, it's like just in terms of I never liked uh, like survival horror games mm-hmm. really until I played that. And then it just kind of opened up Bioshock a little thing one. for me. Yeah. So it's kind of different, but I just started playing Doom, the one that came out last year. Mm-hmm. That game is amazing. I have it. That game cool. is I've been so really good. Things. good. It is so fun. What's awesome Just, about it's it? It's pure fun. It's not afraid to be a video game. Yeah. Like it has these challenges that get you um, like uh, extra currency, which you can use to upgrade your weapons and mm-hmm. your suit and things like that. And the challenges change all the time per mission. And 
they, uh, they're just so well designed that they force you to play the game in a different way yeah. than you would normally play. And it's just pure fun. Like I forgot that first person shooter campaigns don't have to be mundane. They don't have to be boring to play. Yeah. Um, and I think I, I think I was tweeting about it. It was like, I think Doom is the best first person shooter campaign I've played since the original Bioshock. Yeah. Huh. For different reasons. Yeah. For because sure. Bioshock story is incredible. Like I yeah. love that story. Yeah. But Doom just plays so well. And I was talking with Does one it of have the, an atmosphere. Yeah. Oh, the atmosphere. The music's amazing. It's got yeah. these like hard metal riffs like gutting yeah. through, I, and you're I going really through hell with now. these <laughs> demons coming out. It's so cool. It's so fun. And uh, God, I forget, I forget what uh, I was talking to Mark Diaz, one of the gameplay programmers at id Software, and he was like, uh, he was like, yeah, it feels like. What do you call it? It's like Bruce Lee riding a skateboard with a shotgun. That's what the game feels like. I was <laughs> oh, like, that's yeah. a what? great elevator pitch. Because you ah. can like, uh, there's these glory kills. So you shoot someone and like, you have to get within a threshold. So if say it's like from me to Fred, I shoot a demon. He gets this like overlay on him telling me that I can do a glory kill. I click in the right stick. I dash to the glory kill and I do all different t kinds of animations to like rip this demon apart. Right, cool. that's dope, and it becomes this like uh, a little bit of a movement mechanic. Yeah, so you can get around the map well, and it has like a Halo Five like clamber thing too, so you can climb yeah. on ledges and pull yourself up too. Yeah, so you just start moving around the map like crazy, and you're dodging bullets. It's intense. That's it's fun. Dope. It is Still fun. Play it, man. Sounds cool. It's on my list, but yeah. Anyway, Bioshock, huge part for me, just mm -hmm. in terms of story and everything like that. Last of Us, we already spoke about that yeah. huge part. It like actually being like a film that you just so happen to play on a video game console. Yeah. Like, and uh, Uncharted Four is another one. Uncharted Four is so good. Like, I you feel need like to play that again halfway dude, through. I haven't beaten it. Did you play the other three? Oh, of course. Okay, good, good. Yeah, good. that's like I have that's not played the thing one. is right is mm -hmm. that if you didn't play the original three for that game, then you might not have as much love for it. You're gonna think it's a great, probably a great game still, but I don't think you're gonna be like it holding have those it moments. on this like mm -hmm. pedestal, right? It's. So I wonder if good. people would get bored with Uncharted Four because it starts much slower. Oh yeah. Than the other games, like really if you haven't the played the other three, you have no idea those why moments. you should even care about this character and his yeah. wife. Yeah. They, I, I commend them, you know, because they they kind of went all in for their fan base. Yeah, right? like that that takes a lot of guts because, sure. like, yeah, like the game starts in the attic, right? Yeah, and it's like, why do I care about all this? But you're like looking through all the like past memora Dude, memorabilia. Yeah. I don't know what you call it. Of all I this looked stuff. around like, that room so for a long time. I was like, ah, <laughs> dude, that game's. I'm planning amazing. on watching like playthroughs. Or one and then playing two and three. Yeah, one doesn't or, play super well anymore. It doesn't or hold up as well. Or should I just watch walkthroughs for one and two and then just play, play two? Well. I think, oh my god, play two. I think two is my. F no, two I think I think well. I think I like three better than two. But this is always a this is a jousting. Yeah, like yeah, contention. It's We're not going to agree about anything. Today. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's all about two. two so usually it ends up it's like, are you a Drake and Elena guy or are you a Drake and Sully kind of person? It's like depending yeah. on which one you like is depending on whether you like two or three. Okay. That's what huh. I usually find. It's always about that Drake and Sully. You know, Drake and Lena. <laughs> uh, the thing about part two, without spoiling anything for part one, it, it felt like part one was great. Mm -hmm. Like the first game was amazing, uh, story wise for sure. Gameplay definitely needed upgrades. Yeah. But then you play Uncharted 2, and it's everything that you wanted Uncharted 1 to be. 
and it was like blow like the train thing. So the way the game suitable. started, Those yeah, set piece moments. Are it was done so amazing, so well, so exactly. Good. And it felt like three was different, and the set pieces were dope, but it didn't punch you right in the jaw like yeah. the ones from Uncharted Two did. Mm. And I think that's where a lot of people differ on that. Uh, yeah. on those two games because people will argue to f- literally uh, trading blows about <laughs> which is better, two yeah. or three. Yeah, dude. It gets bad. Okay. So I'm, record, I'm just going to watch one. I trade blows with you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> dude, yeah. Me either, man. Un- <laughs> Uncharted 2 definitely still plays well, so you don't have to worry about that. I okay. played it not too long ago. So I'll yeah. watch one and then play two and yeah. three. I, I played good, one, yeah. too. That wasn't the greatest experience, yeah. but it was... Still enjoyable. They're Do not they long games, dude. Even no. if you wanted to play one, you can two get is, through it. Two is lengthy. No, I played the but. opening mission for one, and it's just... Well, granted, I finished Last of Us, and then I jumped straight to one, Ooh. so... That's oh, a, big, it's a hard no. jump yeah. gameplay They don't even play the same at all. Yeah. No. And Last of Us was after two. Yeah. After yeah. Uncharted 2, so yeah. you're jumping def- back like two generations of, of Naughty Dog history there. Yeah, exactly. To it, go back to that it's gameplay. It's definitely quite a gap. Yeah, tough. <laughs> quite a bit. Wait, did Last of Us come out? No, so, uh, Uncharted 3 came out at, uh, before Last of Us, didn't it? I, I swear it did. I'm pretty sure it did because Maybe. I remember finishing The Last of Us and there were three was already out. And I was like, I really want to play three, so I need to play one and two first. I oh, yeah. jumped into one. Because you're right. I thought I Last right. of Us came out at the end of the PS3's it did. cycle, it did. and yes, everyone said... No, 14, they, that's way too late. You're We've right, had these consoles for like nearly five years, right? Yeah, 2013, you're right. Oh my God. Four, I think it's like... No, I think we're coming up on four years with the new console. Yeah, so I have not played this thing enough to justify the amount of money I spent on it, so <laughs> I need to get on that. Yeah, you should probably do that. <laughs> um, I can mention two other games, but... Probably close out. Yeah, you got to get out of here. Just right? know that DMC is a great game mm-hmm. if you like hack and slashes. I like four. Really quick, what is everybody's favorite genre of game? Can you, if you can pinpoint it? That is a loaded question. RPG, sci-fi RPG specifically. Um, or I mean, I obviously, really like fighting games. I don't know. I really competitive games. Done. Anything competitive. Anything competitive. Fred, my man. Yeah. Can you think of anything? Yeah, competitive games. Just something that you can play competitively. Uh, probably RPGs. Something. Actually, if I had to say that uh, a staple of a game, something super important that is critical, is just a game with a really good story. Yeah. It could be a fighting game. It can be a. I know, and I know. Yeah. Again, this is. I think that a single player storyline having a great story. Yeah. Is like something that everybody wants in a game, right? And then mm. it, not really, dude. I don't know. Some people, people love just like, Call of Duty. Never play the campaign. That's fair enough. I mean, I'm not talking about children. Shots fired. It's uh, but mainly like these games that we play competitively. For example, they still have a story that we want to play in some some way. Not always, but I would say we do. Yeah, Sean doesn't, but it's just to have it there and it still be like an actual story in some yeah. way is still enjoyable and it doesn't have to be crazy about it but i actually had this conversation with a friend at work and he was very adamant about the fact that games don't need stories they just need dope gameplay they and I mean, me and him me and him were we we really got into it over mm-hmm. this one because i was like no really, i completely disagree it depends as to what the game is aiming for for so to say something like no your market isn't a good game mm-hmm. overwatch is strictly multiplayer yeah and like 
that game is is great. Yeah. You know, and there's plenty of those types of games. And so it doesn't need a single player story to yeah. be a great game. But it does enhance the experience. Yeah. See, the thing that what actually drew me to Overwatch to begin with was uh the animated shorts. Like yeah. that made me want to play the game because I saw the story within the wider universe and I was like, these characters are interesting, they're endearing. I like the the animation style and I like the world that they're building. So there is a story, it's just not it's cohesively told. People are begging yeah. for that Netflix partnership. Dude, bro. <laughs> so Please. cool. So good. Please make an Overwatch story something. I need it. You guys Great. aren't gonna do it, we're gonna do it. Great job with your marketing, by the way, Blizzard. Great job. Those shorts. So good. Mm -hmm. So good. Ah, damn it. I had... Dang, there was one last thing I had to ask. Am I going to remember? I don't think I'm going to. We should probably close up. It's gone. See you later. Banana. Oh, banana. There we go. Banana. Uh, yes, banana. Mighty Ducks 2 is the best Mighty Ducks movie. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, he's a huge hockey fan, so... <laughs> I won't disagree with that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I won't disagree. Uh, should we uh, play more games in general? Probably. Should we play games on camera? Maybe. Yes. Let us, uh, let us know. Let us know if you guys want to see us do the gaming thing. A lot of people are saying, yeah. And a lot of people are not saying anything. So, <laughs> so we don't know what to yes. do. Uh, if you guys like the show, be sure to follow us or be sure to support us on Patreon. It helps us make all the projects. Maybe it'll get us out of this garage. I mean, studio. Uh, <laughs> and uh, check out our merch. Uh, there's a link in the description below. We got Ismahawk shirts that you guys can pick out. And we got some cool shirts coming that'll be available for a really limited time. Be sure to follow us on Twitter. I'm at Danny Lachep. Uh, Fred's at Fred underscore Sully. Jeremy's at Jeremy Lee with three Y's. And Brian, you are at Brian Wright's Code. Easy. Boom. Easy as pie. Thanks for being on the show, man. We Thank appreciate you for having me, here. man. I'm just a, I'm just a dude. I'm actually like a fan. Like I support you guys on Patreon. This is awesome. <laughs> ah, That's, this it's awesome to be here. We appreciate you, man. Thank you appreciate for that. Appreciate you. And uh, look, uh, I, I know this this isn't a requirement uh, for our friendship, but it uh, it'll definitely. <laughs> okay. It'll Influence definitely go. It. Yeah, it'll, it'll definitely take things uh, to the next level. Mm. Uh, <laughs> talk to Ed, get him to make a Robin skin that looks like me from Nightwing <laughs> the series, mm. and mm. Uh, and then I'm just gonna die because that's really it. That's like I, I peaked at that point, <laughs> and I can't get any better. <laughs> I'll just say, mm. Mm. Yep. Mm. yeah, yeah. It'll also, never before happen. we close out, I just want to say I'm proud of you, man. Thank you. Everything I'm proud you've of done. you. Thanks, man. But like seriously, everything this that was you've done, weird. This is weird, dude. This is weird. Everything, <laughs> everything about this is weird. First off, both Brian and I are both fans of the show beforehand, before any of this started. Yeah. He was actually telling me he watches Hawk Talk almost all the time. Yeah. That's crazy, man. It's like, that, I can't fathom that. Yeah, Why? I don't yeah. know. It's, it's weird. Uh, dude, people ah. who like this show, like, we ran into. So, by where we work, uh, me, Noel, and Angela were at Coffee Bean, and one of the guys who works at Coffee Bean is uh, listens to the podcast. That's awesome. And I was just like, "Hey, you if you're know. listening, dude, what's up?" <laughs> we remembered. Hell yeah! <laughs> it's but anyway, yeah. I'm proud of you. Love you. Thank you, man. Can't Love wait you to see what happens. Excited to be exciting. Excited to. Anyway, probably close now. Yep. See you guys later. Bye. <laughs>